right, and welcome to Tea with Dr. D. And we're going to be discussing some very interesting things today with regards to your health. Um, This podcast, uh, this is our inaugural podcast right here, and I figured I'd introduce it with um, a little bit of uh, prelude to what it is we'll be talking about or discussing. Uh, I am a I am a chiropractic physician, a natural medicine specialist. I practice functional medicine, and I actually have a master's degree in acupuncture and Chinese medicine. And so a lot of uh, my background comes from combining East, Eastern philosophies and Western uh, traditions as well. Uh, you know, I, I've, often related, I've often related health in general to building a house to taking care of and managing this house and making sure that it's um, in good order. And with health in this culture in the United States and throughout the world, in many parts of the world, we've lost sight of how to properly take care of our health. Um, And then in, in that regard, you could say, following the analogy, we've lost the idea of how to take care of our house. And uh, it's important and it's time for us to get our house in order. This past year has uh, really motivated me to get this podcast going. And I think that a lot of events with regards to COVID have, have pushed me in that direction. And I think that uh, COVID has taught us certainly that we all must get our health in order. And if we don't have our health in order... As we have heard so frequently, if you don't have your health, what do you have? Uh, You don't have anything. And the reality is you can be as wealthy and rich and have as much um, asset as possible in your life. And if you don't have your health, it's really challenging to, um, to enjoy it and to utilize it and to properly implement it. So I think that... This podcast is going to be dedicated ultimately to assisting all of you and those that you love and care for to be able to enjoy their health and their life and, uh, and their possessions and the things that they love and uh, care for to the very fullest. So that's what, uh, that's what we're going to take on. That's my mission. That's my purpose is to be able to provide you with uh, health, uh, health suggestions, health topics, health ideas, recommendations that are going to put your life in order and to lay it on a path that is going to always point you towards your very highest health outcomes and measures. Now, how do we do that? How do we point ourselves towards our highest outcomes, towards our highest measures? Um, you know, with regards to our health, we frequently, I look at this a lot actually like setting goals. Often people will set out, they'll say, oh, I want to I wanna accomplish something. I want to accomplish this great thing. I want to be the CEO of this organization or I want to have this much money in my bank account. And all of those things are great. Those are great dreams. Those are noble things to aim for. But frequently, those of us that observe uh, those who have achieved their goals or have achieved certain things, we forget the process and we don't acknowledge the process that got them there. 
when we look at uh, high-level athletes, there was a whole process of you know, thousands and thousands of hours placed into honing their skill and developing their skill. And most often people look at the process of developing a skill and the work that's involved and they retreat from it. And this is a condition that many people face. And this is the condition, I would say, or the the problem that gets in the way for most people to be able to achieve full abundant health. They're going to allow the work that it appears to entail to interfere with the goal that they desire to achieve. If I walk down the street and ask someone, hey, would you like to be in a perfect state of health? Well, of course they're going to say yes. Uh, Would you like to be in a better state of health? Well, of course they're going to say yes. And then you ask them, are you willing to do what is required to get to that state of health? And that's where it becomes problematic. More often than not, we choose not to engage in the activities and in the choices and decisions that we need to make every single day that are going to lead us to that goal, that objective, that state of health that we desire. So when we're aiming to achieve a goal, when we're aiming to get to that you know, goal, objective, down the road, we have to be able to say, now, today, here are the little things that I'm going to do that are going to point me in the right direction. If you're shooting archery, if you're, if you're shooting arrows, you're, you're doing archery. If you turn just a few degrees off of your target, then you, uh, at the end, you become way off the target, right? If you alter your position just a few degrees, you're way off the target at the end. And the farther and farther away that target happens to be, the longer the road is that will get you to your goal, the more significant minor changes are. So we forget so frequently that minor changes, that simple steps, that basic decisions are actually so impactful. They literally alter our course moving forward. They literally realign us with our chosen goals and objectives. And so we, we cannot sit in a state here and wonder day in and day out why we're not achieving our goals when we choose each day not to make the little decisions, the simple decisions, the basic decisions that are going to alter our course a few degrees and aim us to our desired end. So it's important. One thing that I had a patient do, come to me and he said, you know, I, you'll be proud of me. I'm not eating Snicker bars anymore for breakfast. Well, that is a good thing. Boy, that's a great, that's a great step, right? You're not eating Snickers bars. 
Well, I would assume, you know, from from my perspective and where I am, that oh, maybe he's eating food now. Maybe he's eating fruit or eating uh, some eggs or or you know, taking on maybe he's making a smoothie or some some other form of uh, food consumption for breakfast. And he said to me, "Well, I'm eating a nature grain bar." You know, oh, okay. You know, it's 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 a step, right? You can look at the the Nature Valley, I think the Nature Grain Bar, and it has almost the same amount of processed sugar in it as a Snickers bar. Um, But certainly to choose to consume uh, the oats and the bran and and, uh, the substances that are in that Nature Grain Bar versus consuming, you know, sweet caramel and and chocolate in a very sugary way, that's a very... That's a significant, very minor, but very significant uh, decision that was made by that patient that altered, ultimately, their health outcomes uh, in the future. So where they were pointing became drastically different in the future from that simple step of saying, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to choose a slightly healthier option. Now, is there work to be done? Sure. And uh, are, there, are there far better choices than that for breakfast? Far better options? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and ideally, we would want people to be actually consuming real food, you know, food that was grown in the earth. Uh, recently harvested food is even better. Uh, and produce, nonetheless, something that is real, that grows that has a, a life to which it will decay, an end point, uh, something that you're not going to set out aside and it does not decay because of the significant number of preservatives and chemical additives that are in it. Uh, that's our hope, ultimately, that you would be moving to consuming something more like that. It's also important for people to understand as well that we're on this topic that what they consume what they consume, is actually uh, significant, meaning that it does matter what you consume. So uh, we've been taught for so long that it doesn't really matter what we consume or that diet doesn't have any sort of significant influence upon our health. This show will, in fact, inform you in various ways that herbs that plants, that foods, uh, that absolutely impact your health. And that you can, you can perform specific healing mechanisms for certain disease states and conditions by simply altering your diet, the foods that you're consuming. Uh, foods, foods themselves are, are to be observed and um, allocated along a... Uh, a thermal uh, a thermal chart ultimately from cold to hot and so if you have an inflammatory condition uh, and you are consuming foods that are also on the hot and warm range well that's only going to continue to stir the inflammation if you're if you're in an inflammatory state it's important for you to consume foods that are in a cooling state Uh, Obviously, this is one simple uh, example of this, is why we consume watermelon frequently at uh, parties 
and uh, during the summer, during hot months. And it is a very cooling, cooling food. Uh, the substances within watermelon are very cooling. Now, it's also, uh, it's also quite um, sugary in complex carbohydrates, so you can get quite a bit of energy from consuming watermelon, and you get a significant amount of cooling effect or anti-inflammatory effect from consuming watermelon um, when, when done properly. Okay, so the other thing on the other end, if we're consuming something on a regular basis, such as ginger, garlic, um, things like this, those are very hot, very warming conditions or, or, or foods and herbs. And so if we're consuming those on a very regular basis, what's going to happen to the physiology? Well, if we're, we're going to run more towards a hotter state, especially if we're overbalanced on the end point of saying, okay, we're, we're way over here on the range of overconsumption of these warming foods. So if we're consuming too many warming foods, what's going to happen to fluid in the body? Well, what does heat do to fluid? Well, it makes it mist. It makes it, it makes it dry up. And so if you have fluid taken to the point of uh, overheating, it's going to steam or it's going to mist or it's going to dry up, which means you're going to be dehydrated. So if you're consuming hot foods on a regular basis, you're going to have a tendency towards dehydration and improper utilization of fluids within the body. So understanding the nature of food, even the thermal nature of food, is so important for us in, in this life and engaging how, we go, how we're going to uh, course correct our health. So I want you to be able to be empowered through this podcast. I want you to be uh, to, to feel like you can take charge of your health, that the decisions that you're making in your health uh, choices every day are leading to your very best outcomes in the future. One last thing that we'll share, and, uh, and then I think this has been a good intro podcast, and then we'll move on. I, I'm going to aim to have each podcast probably be about uh, 15 minutes, no longer than 30 minutes, and that way it'll be a good, quick bit of information for you to listen to and to understand and to get some details from. Hopefully, we'll all share plenty of research as well and plenty of information about specific herbals. Uh, each time, I'll take and address probably a, a, a specific nutrient or a specific herbal so that we can begin to have a better understanding of how to implement that in our lives. And it's important for us to understand, too, the condition that our bodies are in. So um, as we close, I just want to say that it's important for us to become aware of the emotions that we're experiencing. Because we, we talked about physiology. We talked about how foods can affect your physical health. We talked about how... Um, you, you can have a significant impact with very small changes on your health outcomes down the road. So what I want you to begin to understand and acknowledge now is that it, even on more of an emotional basis, your emotional state, the emotions that you're experiencing, the way that you feel each day, the, the feeling you have in your heart at any given moment is an alteration to your physiology. It's going to affect your physiology and your health overall down the road. 
significant studies have been done to show and to demonstrate the, the value of something that researchers and scientists within the medical field love to call, they, they love to call this condition by a very specific name. And they, and they use it frequently. And they'll say, well, yeah, that's something that, that could be considered by this. Or that's something that, it's very likely that it was, it was this way that it happened. And it's, it's more likely that, you know, we, we, we can't really explain that, but, you know, this is what it is. So that term, that term that I'm referring to, is the placebo effect. Well, the placebo effect is, in fact, real. Research demonstrates that. It's real, and it has a very significant impact on someone's life. And if they, if they think that they're going to recover and to heal and get better, the outcomes are so much better. The outcome is so much better. Now, the question is, well, how do I get myself into a mindset? How do I get myself into a place of being where I am perpetuating and, and illuminating this type of behavior and this energy from within myself that I am expressing true health. How do I do that? How do I, how do I come to a place where these thoughts are not overwhelming me and not triggering me, but I am creating a life full of health and full of wellness? And that even when I do have condition or I do have an ailment or an illness, I'm able to recover, and I'm able to heal, and I'm able to do so rapidly. This is what children are born into the world with, this capacity to heal, this capacity to be able to regenerate tissue, the capacity to be able to believe, the capacity to understand. And it is important for us to observe and understand how do little children go about change so quickly and so readily? And how are they so easily able to completely alter something that they're doing? Now, I do have, I do have five boys and one girl. I do have six kids. And, and so I understand that there are many fights that are put up when you're trying to get children to, you know, move from one activity to another. I, that is definitely out there. Uh, but frequently what we find with children is they're extremely believing. They have an incredible capacity to accept others. They have an openness that is undeniable. And they have a love that is fully accepting of all around them. And that, those are the characteristics that I'm talking about. Our, our next episode, what I'd like to do is get a little bit more into some of these uh, energetic patterns, some of these emotional patterns and how they f- affect your physiology and how they begin to have an impact on your overall health. I think that this is something that's vital for all of us to begin to understand. I'm excited to be able to share this information with you. It is life-changing. It has changed my life. It has changed the life of many of my patients. And it has changed the life of many, many that I'm sure all of you are aware. 
So it's important for us to understand how emotions affect our health. And that'll be our next podcast. So thank you, everyone. I'm looking forward to giving you uh, as much information and detail along how to improve your life and your health outcomes. Uh, And remember to enjoy a nice, healthy, organic herbal tea. And if you can get one from our store and you're local, that's great. Or if you can call in and and, uh, order one of the wonderful teas that we make at our at uh, the Community Health and Wellness Center, that's fantastic. Uh, our phone number there is 435-657-3696. And you can call and order a tea uh, specific for you. We can uh, make that up. I, I uh, like, personally, I would recommend the Immune Boost. It's a general immune-regulating tea. It's one that we can actually send off the shelf without having to be a specific prescription. Many of my teas go... I'd say maybe even most of them go with specific prescriptions, but there are a few that we can send off the shelf uh, without a very specific prescription because they're they're very uh, general. Uh, their beneficial uh, their beneficial effect is very broad, and uh, it's not as pointed to a very specific condition. So uh, again, thank you so much, and stay well and healthy all.